Question of the day. When a younger woman marries an older man, does that make her a gold digger? Let's talk about it. Hey, 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 Charisma here. Welcome back. So this burning question, when a woman, a younger woman marries an older man, does that make her a gold digger? Now, hypergamy as a means of upward, upward social mobility for women is nothing new. In fact, the practice has been, along, been around for as long as women and men have engaged each other in the social intertwines that have evolved into modern day dating and relationships and marriage. The phenomena of women seeking partners of higher financial means and or status to achieve primary economic security, but also upward mobility has been around for centuries. So let's check out this story. It says, according to Daily Mail, I married a man 42 years older than me, but I'm no gold digger. A married couple with a 42 age gap has suffered a torrent of abuse online after trolls claim their love is a lie. David, 70, from California, met Jackie, 28, on online dating website Cherry Blossoms while he was traveling in the Philippines, Jackie's native country. The website advertises itself as a way to chat or meet Philippine and Asian women online. After hitting it off, the pair went on several dates before David had to return home to Oakland, California, according to his YouTube channel, Love Don't Judge. But after returning, David flew back to the Philippines three months later to reunite with Jackie before taking her on another date, saying he was impressed by what he saw. David popped the question less than six months after initially meeting Jackie. David said, we met when I was in the Philippines. I was using a dating site. One day I saw her profile. I practically jumped out of my chair. I was so impressed by what I saw. After agreeing to meet David, Jackie admitted she did not review his profile. I had no idea what he looked like. Hmm. Do you believe her? Hmm. She added, I could tell he was a gentleman and was really nice. So how did he, if she did not review his profile, how did she, was, how was she able to connect with him if, they were, if he's going through a dating, a dating app? Very, very strange, very questionable, but let's continue. Jackie received her visa 11 months after David popped his question with a couple choosing to live in the U.S. Discussing their wedding, Jackie said, our wedding was fun. It was the best day of my life. My parents and siblings couldn't make it here. My family are very supportive and my friends also. I wouldn't regret marrying David because he's a really nice man. He loves me. He respects me. He's the best. But despite gushing over each other, 
David admitted the relationship has been critiqued by users online who question whether or not their love is real. Overall, we've received very positive judgments, but that's not to say every comment that comes in is positive. So while the age gap was an issue for Jackie, David admitted he was concerned about how he would be perceived. I had concerns, but it wasn't from my perspective. It was from Jackie's perspective. And it goes on and on to describe their relationship. Um, they've managed, it says the couple have managed to build a following of 47,300 um, on the app after making a series of videos about their marriage and poking fun at people's perceptions of their relationship. Now, it says, after asking, in one town in cheat, Jackie was seen asking David, when are you going to send money to my family? She then joked, so in one town in cheat, sorry, Jackie was seen asking, okay, are you going, and after asking how much, Jackie then suggested $25,000. David agreed to the large amount before she thanked him. She then joked, that's why I love you, because you give me lots of money. You hear, the, you hear what she said? I love you because you give me lots of money. Interesting. Jackie also revealed she is called David's caregiver prompting commenters to question if Jackie is his adopted daughter from the Philippines, responding to someone who said David looks like her grandpa. Jackie said, we love each other. That's the most important thing. Interesting. So they've gotten lots of scrutiny on their relationship. And as you, you heard in her own words, she asked him how much money he's going to be sending her family. And he says, 25,000. Clearly he has lots of money and this is nothing new. Now I've heard there's this phenomenon, this concept of men going their own way, men traveling to different places like the Philippines to find a wife, a partner, life partner, because simply the quality of women in North America is very, is diminishing when it comes to long-term relationships and um, women that are qualifying as wife material. So there you have it. He says he's in love, she's much younger, but this is nothing new under the sun. Per hypergamy has been around from the from the time of day, right? It's been around forever and women marry for social and financial and economic status. Women and men, they, within them, they want a younger um, female so that if they want to have children, that they can have children with a younger wife, et cetera, et cetera. They're looking for youth. So this is nothing new. However, the stigma attached to her marrying this older man and him marrying a younger woman is still frowned upon, even though for centuries, this is what was done. Moving on, according to the daily record, I walked out on my husband after discovering he uses food banks on a 160,000 pounds income. 
it emerged that he would make himself look deliberately disheveled to gain sympathy of volunteers. Can you believe it? It says this one has described walking out of on her husband after discovering he was stocking their kitchen with food bank handouts, despite earnings more than 160,000 pounds as a household. The woman who has not been identified took to Reddit to ask for advice after tiring of his deliberate deception. As it emerged, he would make himself deliberately disheveled to gain the sympathy of volunteers. Between them, they earn more than $200,000 a year, more than four times the area's average, according to the Mirror. Explaining her husband's frugality, she said he is deliberately thrifty. But matters came to a head when she came home to find a fridge filled with fresh produce and meat from the food bank. And she left to stay with her brother. She wrote on the internet forum, I've been in a committed relationship with my husband for 17 years. And overall, things have been great. We've had a few rough patches, but what's important to note is that while he earns more than me and is considered the main provider, I have a substantial trust fund that ensures we're financially stable. I work part-time as a teacher while attending university, earning less than him, and most of my income goes towards tuition. Our household income exceeds 200,000K or 160 pounds annually, while the average in our area is below $50,000 or 40,000 pounds. One ongoing issue we have is my husband's frugality. He likes to control my spending and have the final say on how he uses his earnings. It's worth mentioning that I've never used any of his income and have no intention to. However, the main point of my contention is his frequent visit to food banks. Despite having more than enough food at home, he insists on going to food banks to save money. He intentionally looks disheveled and uses or a beat up car to blend in, even though he's never experienced food scarcity. I've explained to him the need for food donations, donations in our community, even showing him social media posts from local food banks, but he remains indifferent. I suggested the volunteer, sorry, I suggested he volunteer or donate to gain first-hand experience, but he refuses. The unfortunate part is that since we've never short on food, most of what he brings in ends up getting thrown away anyways. She showed her husband posts from people who appeared to be in genuine need, asking if there were food left at the community larders, but she says he brushed it off claiming those who needed the food should have gone earlier. She added, exhausted by the situation, I packed a bag and went to stay with my brother for the week, asking for space to think things over. My husband accuses me of overreacting, being vindictive, and threatens to go back to the food bank regardless of my feelings. All I want is to enjoy the rest of my week without being angry at my husband. Yes, I can let this go and not scold him, 
but the food he takes could have gone to people who truly need it. And commenters on the polls were equally furious with this man. Many said it was an unacceptable for him to take food from people who need it. One person said, a man making 200,000K a year while married to a woman with a trust fund going to a food bank is unacceptable. While another added, your husband is stealing from people who are less fortunate. I'm frugal too, and I like to save money where I can. I use coupons, buy store brands from some products, etc., etc. What your husband is doing isn't frugality. It's being a stingy person. What do you think? Do you think that it's wrong for what he's doing? I think it is. He doesn't need to go to the food banks. The food banks are set up for individuals who are in, who are in need, who can't afford to put food on the table and support a family and children or a husband and wives or whomever. And here is a man that's clearly, he has the means. He can support his family. His wife has a trust fund. She's working part-time and they don't need to go to the food bank. And I think it's wrong of him to do this. I think it's, he's not being frugal, he's being a hoarder and he's being a very unkind person because a kind person and compassionate person will want to take from others who need it when you don't need it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? Do you think he has every right to be, I, I don't even wanna call it frugality because he's not frugal. He's just being a very unkind um, person, stingy, a hoarder, all of those things. He's, he's not a compassionate person and he's being very selfish. That's my thoughts on that. So let me know what you think of this man. Do you think he is frugal? Do you think he's just, well, it's there. Anyone can, can go and take these, um, these, this, you know, have this opportunity to get free food when he doesn't need to do so. Moving on, sharing some high, what people think when they're high earning partners Um, you know, how does it affect their relationships? Do they, does it affect them in a negative way or in a positive way? When one person in a relationship earns a notably higher income than their significant other, it can contribute to their con connection and how the connection unfolds. In the long run, the income disparity might be positive or negative, or maybe totally irrelevant, depending on the couple. So here are what some individuals had to say, and this is from BuzzFeed. It's never been an issue for us. We've had an open relationship about open communication about money. I've always earned more. Now this is a woman speaking. And now that we have kids, he's a stay at home dad. Daycare prices are ridiculous. While I primarily handle the finances, we talk about our finances and budget and discuss all the purchases together. Even before we had kids, when he was working and we had separate checking accounts, we had a set dollar amount where we talked about any purchase or costs over that amount. The next person says, it sucks when it's glaringly obvious. If anything were to happen to me where I couldn't work 
we are actually, we would actually be effed. They have no money left after paying bills. Anything we need or want comes from me. It's hard to feel like the pressure of our well-being rests on me, almost alone. And knowing that they're going to, they're going to be to get, they're going to get to be the stay-at-home parent after I have the kids, because daycare costs more than they make hurts me. It makes me angry some days, but I was the one that went to college. So this is a woman again that's talking about her being the breadwinner in the family. I another woman says. I make more than double what my husband does and always has, has made more than him. We've been together for about six years and it has never impacted our relationship. Before we were married, we lived in a place that we knew we could both afford to split. Now we're married and have joint finances. We bought a house based on our total income. I'm with him for who he is as a person, and I've always known that I don't need anyone to take care of me financially. I'm with him because I want to, not because I need to, need to be. And finally, it says, when we got married, my wife and I made about the same amount each year. I'm an engineer and she's a teacher. So we knew that wouldn't last. Eight years later, I now make at least double what she makes. Our finances have always been combined, which I think makes things easier. I don't view it as my money or her money, but instead as our money. Neither one of us is a big spender, so money has never been a point in a point of contention in our lives. Okay, I'll read you one more. It says, when I started dating my now ex-boyfriend, I was in college and all was well. When I graduated and got a job that paid more than his, the relationship got worse. I didn't have to rely on him as much I used to when I was in college, and he didn't like it, that I became more and more independent. I ended the relationship a few months after I graduated. And we see more and more women across the board are earning men in a lot of areas. and. It, as you've heard from some of these couples, it can have a negative impact on the relationship. Sometimes it doesn't have an impact. They're all cool with it based on how they have things set up. If they have a joint account, if things are just merging to one, one main pool and everything is taken from that, it, it's not like this is my money, this is your money, etc. And then on the other hand, you know, you heard that there can be some type of resentment. What has been your experience? Have you, do you have a partner? Are you married as a man? And are you making more or less than your partner or your wife or vice versa? How is that? What are, what are the dynamics in your household when it comes to income? When one is making more income than the other? Share, I would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback on that. Moving on. The six differences between male and female gold diggers. Now, this is according to your Tango MSN. It says, I can't help notice it happening. I mean, my best friend just married a female gold digger. 
My other bestie was just used by a boyfriend for a place to stay until he caught the eye of a lonely businesswoman with a bigger house. So then he goes on to share six differences between male and female gold diggers. Number one, female gold diggers tend to pressure men from money or gifts or play a dazzle damsel in distress, while male gold diggers are more likely to accuse women of gold digging. Interesting. Gold diggers generally have a specific approach they use to get what they're after. The approach tends to be very different based on gender. Female gold diggers tend to play on traditional relationship roles by demanding, demanding men pay for everything, then dismissing them if dates can't get precisely what they want. They may also play up the classic role as a damsel in distress. Now, male gold diggers often will accuse women of the very act they do. This is done to pressure the woman into proving them wrong. When in reality, those women may have not, may not have had any attention of using a man for money. Number two, male gold diggers seem to be marginally more likely to pull a bait and switch. We all know what a bait and switch is, right? If you, it's when you meet someone who acts amazing until they put a ring on it or a baby in it, then all of a sudden the supportive and financial stable partner evaporates. Now you're stuck with someone who is refusing to work, to earn their keep, you're stuck pulling all the weight, wondering why your partner doesn't seem to care. Number three, while both genders may push for kids, men are far more likely to avoid talking about marriage. Kids are the easiest way for a gold digger to form a permanent financial tie to a person. This is true. It's been used over and over again. Unsurprisingly, kids are often weaponized by gold diggers as a way to get more finances out of a person. That's a both gender thing. The divide comes when you look at how they treat marriage. I'll bite the bullet and say that marriage is an institution. It's very gold digger friendly. In most states, you will have to pay alimony to an ex-spouse who isn't employed for a set number of years. For women who don't want kids, this can be a regular paycheck. Men, on the other hand, tend to press for kids, but not marriage, at least in a lot of cases. Some absolutely will marry for money or to live off a woman, but many are leery because a divorce can take away assets they may have to give. Moreover, more men have heard horror stories of judges who refuse alimony for men, as well as a slew of other nightmares. It's less likely they will put their lives next on the line unless they intend to bring, bring it in as far as long as the victim will have them. I mean, this goes both ways, right? You see women trap men to get, get themselves pregnant and is a way to get money, right? When it's, when it's not a genuine relationship. And then as you heard, there's other ways that men entrap women too. Number four, Female gold diggers tend to be more secretive than men about where they live and what they do. 
most female gold diggers actually view this as a profession of sorts. Mm -hmm. Like there's an idea of a lifestyle. This also means they're more likely to have multiple lovers, all providing them with money. Women doing this do not want their game to be exposed. So they will block partners on social media. They refuse to tell them where they're going and also get secretive about where they live. Men, on the other hand, tend to gold dig for a roof that comes with a free cleaning service. So they make themselves available 24 seven. Number five, male gold diggers are far more likely to become physically or verbally abused than female gold diggers. If a female gold digger can't get the man to provide, she leaves. It's that simple. Primarily because most women know that they're at a physical disadvantage to men. They don't usually want to deal with retaliation or having a man fight back. On the other hand, a male gold digger who does not get his way may end up physically intimidating and berating his target until she relents. After all, most women don't want to pick a fight with a man who's bigger than them. Number six, while female gold diggers will also usually care about a man's job prestige, male gold diggers focus on what women do for them. Female gold diggers generally aren't digging for gold. They're looking for a man with a prestigious title that can get them a cushy lifestyle that they don't really have to work for. They want to flaunt who they're sleeping with. Male gold diggers, not so much. They tend not to care about a woman's status. I mean, that goes with a man. That, that has nothing to do really with a, a man being a gold digger. Men don't really care about the status of a woman, right? That has been proven time and time again. And in fact, some might not actually like being called a high status woman. Rather, they are more into what a woman can provide for them. Money, shelter, food, household, college tuition, or at times even connections for a career. And there you have it. Six ways that, six differences, sorry, biggest differences between a male and a female goal digger. Moving on, and finally, we're going to wrap up with what Steve Harvey has to say on this subject. Let's dive into that. Let's hear what Steve Harvey has to say. This should be interesting. Okay, ladies, you've all heard the term gold digger, right? Now, but what if you're a woman who refuses to date a guy that isn't successful yet. Does that make you a gold digger? I think it makes you a baby gold digger. I mean, you're on the you're on the slippery slope because if you're if you're going to put a man's job title and his f resources above who he is as a person, I think you're kind of in the ball. You're gold gold digger adjacent. And also, yeah. <laughs> I also think if that's the only reason that you're not going to date him is because of money or success, mm -hmm. that's bad. But I do think, not to disagree, that, you know, I, I have a daughter. I've raised her a certain way. I've educated her a certain way. I've exposed her a certain sort of life. I'm not saying she has to marry someone rich, but I'd want someone ambitious. Yeah. 
that wants to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Has, and has sort of the same sort of interests. Yeah. I don't Both get lifestyle, religion. Well, why are we dancing around it? What is so wrong with being financially focused? I think it needs a rebrand. Yeah. I, I think Goldegger needs a rebrand. Should be called financially focused. You have words like sapiosexual, which means you're attracted to someone's mind. That's a very sexy word. Like we can say that's cool. Once we say gold digger, it's a bad thing. I think if you want that kind of lifestyle for yourself and that's your priority and a partner, at the end of the day, marriage started out with a bunch of gold diggers on both sides coming together to say, I want your goat, you want my chicken, let's get together. So I think, you know what I mean? I'm not hating on gold diggers. Right. Let's just take the age 45 and up for a woman who's successful, has her own money, home, credit, all of like this right here. I like the credit part. What type, <laughs> what type of man what is acceptable and what's unacceptable? For me, personally, you know, I've been a mother, I've been a wife a couple times, I've been a widow. I've been in a relationship for six years, as you all know, with John. And, you know, I chose, you know, it was different. I said to someone, I don't know now if I'd marry sort of even my first husband now with who I am because my needs, wants, desires, and dreams are different. Yeah. I was looking for someone that was going to be a good husband, a good provider, a good father, a good caretaker. Yeah. And now I can do all that for myself. So now I'm looking for someone that I can have fun with, that we can go to dinner, that's mm. great company, that that I can have a voice in and I'm not afraid to say, no, I don't want to do that. You go do it and I can stay home. And there's not a lot of angst about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way because I dated guys with the titles and the great jobs, but they weren't there for me and my son. And I, as a single mom, I wanted someone who was present for us and who could Are spend time with, I'm not. Okay, this is good. So <laughs> what, what, what would you not accept in a man right now? What would you accept? Well, when I met my boyfriend, he wasn't working. In fact, he's still not working. And that mm. has been a big issue with us. He worked really hard for the bulk of his career. And now he's kind of, he's kind of figuring it out again as like a chapter two. Oh, okay. So for me at first, I was like, when are you going to figure this out? Come on, figure it out. But now I've realized I'm like, nobody can go through a career transition if I'm over his shoulder telling him to figure it out. So I've just backed That's off true. and I'm like, you know what? I have faith that this is all going to work out. And in the meantime, I'm enjoying that he has is extra he time to, to pick up my son if I'm working oh, and great. make dinner sometimes. That's not a bad thing. Hmm. That, that's interesting because two of my daughters are married. I required that these guys had themselves together for their age. Hmm. Both of them were, one of them was under 30, one of them was just over 30. I don't expect them to be me, but I do expect you to be on your way to somewhere. Because right. you're not going to take my daughter and not treat her the way I'm treating her. Because you could just leave her here with me. That's it. I, you're, not, you're not taking that's her. That's right. Yeah. There you have it. Steve Harvey sharing on what a gold digger is sharing with his audience. And what are your thoughts? Today I've shared different things, you know, a, a younger woman married an older man and people think she's a gold digger. I've shared people who in relationships where the women are out earning the men and those dynamics between the two, like what is, how do they feel about it? And then the six differences um, between male and female gold diggers. And now we just heard, heard from Steve Harvey and his guests about gold diggers and how they feel about it. What do you, what are your thoughts on the term gold digging? Do you think it's, it's something that that's true? when it comes to age differences, when it's reverse. And 
how do you feel when your partner, your wife or your girlfriend or your life partner out earns you making more money? She's the breadwinner. Does that cause tension in your relationship? And does that make you feel less of a man? I would love to hear from you. Share in the comments below. And as always, if you're watching the show on YouTube, remember to like the video, comment, and subscribe to the channel. I know a lot of you watch the show, but you haven't subscribed. Stop the dating and commit to the channel. I would love to have you as part of this family. And if you're listening to the show on a different type of platform, podcast platform, also leave a positive review. Until next time, take care and bye for now.